0: We have to say we have the greatest story ever told. And how do we do that in very creative ways, right? Um, And and just to even go further, right? The Bible says that we overcome by the power of our testimony. Well, we can just translate that easily for modern day language by the power of our story. This is how Jesus touched me.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Resurgence I am one of your
0: hosts, David, and I am joined by Elijah Shemenda. Oh, here we go. We got the machismo going. Hey, I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it's Elijah Shemenda. I am the lead pastor of Resurgent City, a church plant that has uh, just started in the city of Buffalo. In fact, September 30th. Uh, was our first Sunday. It was our landing Sunday. That's right. Why do we call it landing, David? We
1: call it landing because we're setting those roots in the ground. We're not floating away. We're here to stay. That's
0: right. That's right. And it even rhymes that's all, right. the Come way on. all the in way in the bay, <laughs> not the stray. <laughs> Let's go. This
1: is our podcast where we talk about rapping.
0: Hey, I was born in the hip hop generation, <laughs> so I have some things to say.
1: <laughs> All right, Elijah, why don't you why don't you give them a little bit of your story? Uh, maybe a little bit of what this podcast is about, who it's for?
0: Yeah, so we're really hoping that this podcast will be uh, specifically for our people at Resurgent City as something that will be supplemental to our uh, Sunday gatherings and our city groups. Um, So for the people which like to listen to podcasts or or maybe just saying like, man, I I love what we were saying uh, in in our church gathering, but I I really want to go a little bit deeper. I, I wonder how... Uh, Elijah or anybody else kind of fleshes out this thought for uh, so th- that's really what this this is for and, and if anybody else outside uh, ends up listening to it we would, would be super excited like my mom or dad you know whatever <laughs> that's uh, that, that extended family <laughs> that's, that's really what it's was what, what it's for <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but uh, as far as my story is, is uh, I, I'm the son of a church planter. Uh, man, my history goes really back. My grandfather was uh, a church planter back in Zimbabwe. Uh, my dad is from Zambia. My mom's from Zimbabwe. My dad's been uh, in ministry for over 30 years. And so uh, God just through time, and I'm sure uh, at a specific podcast, we'll probably talk more in detail, Sure. Um, has just had my heart just burning for um, hard-to-reach places. I thought it was going to be Seattle. Uh, God ended up showing me that, no, it's Buffalo. Uh, you're going to be in snow instead of rain. So <laughs> uh, so basically, I, I ended up here, and I am loving doing ministry and thinking about what does it look like to do uh, ministry in this place where Barna just called it in, uh, I think, November 2017, number 10 on the post-Christian cities list in America. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, how about you, David? What's your story, yeah. how are you connected to Resurgence? Yeah.
1: Well, so I, I think that really the catalyst for it was um, uh, just a specific prayer that I had. It was, uh, God, what are you doing, where are you moving, and how can I join you? Um, and I think God's answer to that prayer was exactly what he had been placing on Elijah's heart. So we kind of got connected through a young adults group that I was doing, um, and basically we'd just been going at it for the past year just trying to you know exactly that place down roots um so you know we sat down we shared vision culture and we're like yeah i think this is a fit so we've just been just been going after it we've you know got some crazy stories some a lot of crazy stories yeah just some god moments um and a lot of god moments a lot of god (laughs) moments and we'll be able to share that with you guys um
0: a lot of sharing a lot a (laughs) lot
1: of sharing (laughs) <laughs> uh, but I think for this podcast, I think we want to focus more on um, just kind of the some of the basics of resurgence. Um, you know, where we are. Obviously, we're in Buffalo, um, and then some of the the dynamics around that, some of our mission and our vision, and um, what that looks like going forward. So, Elijah, why don't you uh, why don't you talk about some of the, the mission, vision, and culture of what and who Resurgent City is.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so uh, we have a very specific mission. Um, mm-hmm. Our mission uh, is the mission that the Bible says is supposed to be the it's, mission. It's the Great Commission, there right? There it is. But the, the way that we flesh it out, we, we basically say that um, we want to see all people uh, we want to see Jesus, I'm sorry, draw all people to his story by the way that we love, live, and lead together. On, Woo! I almost messed that up. <laughs> um, and, and so w- what that basically means is that it's 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 Jesus who's doing the work, right? And so we want to always point people to Jesus, that we want to be a church for all people. Mm-hmm. Um, red, yellow, black, and white, they're all precious in his sight. Come on. Um, and it's not just a song that we sung at, in Sunday school, right? But it's something that we need to live out. And And when we see that, Lived out well, right? That means we're we're living, loving, and leading like Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, and so uh, hopefully uh, that will draw people in because the lifestyle of Jesus drew people in. Yeah, and so we we talk about discipleship as not just something that you do two hours a week with someone, trying to get them to memorize things or or wh- or or whatever, or or trying to get them to uh, even just. Um, uh, be more mature, but it's actually all of those things. the Sunday gatherings, it's community, is your private time with God, it's your public time with God, it's all of that. It's more of a li- life journey. It's a noun and not just a verb. And so right. uh, we talk about that. And, and so hopefully if we do those things well, then we'll see the vision come to place. Mm-hmm. And that's to see a renewed, unified, disciple-making movement happen in Buffalo. Uh, and so we're really excited. Even as we start this new journey, uh, that God would bless us uh and you know we would we would be fruitful right yeah i think I think the thing that we we have been we continue to talk about is how do we do church though in this context sure. uh of a post christian city what are your uh, maybe you explain some of the things that we 've just even been talking about
1: yeah uh, so i think right so I mean location is obviously important actually um there's a, a, another um, pastor in, in Buffalo who um, was from the South, and he came up here, um, and he's, he's kind of forming his church around some of the, um, the predominant values in the South. Uh. So he's coming up here with some, some ideas and some thoughts about how church was done in the South, and he's implementing that here. Um, and it is not successful It, um, they are really struggling, um, just trying to connect to the people that they're with. The people, it's like very liturgical. It's, um, it's, it's, it's to, you know, it's to the letter of the law, to the book. It's,
0: and there's nothing wrong with liturgy.
1: There's no, I'm not saying that it's, it's, but like how you work that out, um, there's, there's definitely a, a barrier between, um, you know, church as um, this is just you know what we do on a Sunday, and then this is like you know church up here is is not quite like held to that. I mean, you you can talk to this, yeah. right? You you grew up in the south,
0: yeah. And so, yeah, man, it's it's the Bible Belt for a reason, right? Right? Um, and 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 so, uh, man, there's dry counties. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think people here don't even understand what that means, yeah. right? Like, there's no liquor that can be sold in that place. It's legal. Um, you just can't do it. Down there's, south, right? Yeah, there's yeah. there's certain places where you just can't. And then on Sundays, I remember, like, you couldn't even, you know, not that I was just going and, and, <laughs> and, and like, buying tons of liquor or anything, but, like, you couldn't go and, in, 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 like, buy beer or, or, or anything or, or any of that, that stuff. Uh, on Sundays, like, they just shut that down. And and so um, right. coming here in this post-Christian society, um, which, uh, again, this is something that I've been really eating. I've been reading, uh, books by, uh, Mark Sayers, um, who wrote, um, The Disappearing Church, or, and, uh, Leslie, uh, Leslie Niedenberg, Nunenberg, so one of the Leslies, um, who, uh, also got a chance to kind of look back and, and, um, uh, he actually went to be a missionary in India in the 1930s, came back to England after World War II in yeah. the 1970s, and he's like, Wow, like things have changed. Um and just kind of uh reading from guys, even like Philip Reef, uh, in his book uh uh what was it called? The I just spoke about this today at Bump. Um, um Deathworks, li- his life among the deathworks, which is deathworks. kind of his Magnus opus. Um and, and just, how do we do church in this day and time? Right, where where a post Christian culture is the rejection of uh, of Christian culture, right? Um, and, and like it, hate it, or love it, whatever. Man, we have been living on the milk of the the remnants of Christian culture. The way that we have this unified sense of justice. The way that we think about. Uh, uh, live peace equality yep. they 're all shaped by this judeo christian ethic that um, was a such a big foundation um, of this country now again i 'm not saying that America was a Christian country but uh, it was shaped by it, and so yep. we have to try and do church in that culture
1: yeah i think I think one of the things that we come up with more often than not is apathy it 's not i don 't know i don 't know i wouldn 't say that people are really against us i'm sure there's a pocket of people who you know aren't for what we're doing but i think by and large like when we're talking about hey get involved with like christian community like that idea is just not understood like the idea that this is my community and it's like family right so i show up to i show up to where i need to show up and i'm i'm there and i'm serving and i'm on time and i'm not just coming to receive like that idea is is uh non-existent here yeah yeah so just some of these things that um, I, I have kind of been lost because of like the shift of where the culture has gone, and even for those inside the church, like I think we we look more like the culture than we do look, you know, like we look like the kingdom culture, right? So yeah, I think some of those things are what we're we're dealing with here.
0: Yeah, and, and it's it's so funny because um, Mark Sayers says in his book, The Disappearing Church, that. Uh, this post-Christian culture is uh, man's take of trying to have uh, the kingdom without the king, yeah. um, and and I and I love that, and it's it's so funny because like uh, hopefully I, I'm really hoping that uh, we can actually get on the next po- next podcast, uh, Steve Shank, because we actually Ooh. disagree with some of these okay. things um, a little bit, um, and I I'll, I'll leave that for whoever else, but. Uh, I think we we we're all trying to figure out like how like how how do we do this? How do we speak to a culture which wants justice but wants to redefine it um, a, a yeah. a, in a way that it hasn't been defined uh, uh, for the majority of people living in their lives, right? right? right. Uh, how do we do peace? How do we do uh, equality? um h- how do we uh love right yeah. what does sexuality mean in a culture that is redefining the terms of even what it means to be a man or a woman yeah
1: I mean how about just even like how do you define justice when your your culture is hy- hyper individu- individualistic right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. how how is your just how can your justice line up with my justice in a way yeah. that like we can actually both, have real justice. It's like that's justice for me. Well, no, that's justice for me. Like, how do you how do you navigate those waters?
0: Yeah, and so like that's I think for us uh, to to just kind of get back on 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 the path here is right. that we're trying to navigate, and we we don't have the answers we're literally like six weeks old right right but that's the question that we're asking that's where i'm spending my time reading Mm -hmm. because god's called me to be a pastor to the people of buffalo Right. right to serve the people of buffalo and so for me um it is a good i think it's good for me to kind of check out what the rest of the world is people which have uh uh, and I'm re- I'm trying to read people which have kind of been there before us, so or maybe a little bit further ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I have to contextualize, right? It, it means being a missionary uh, in in Buffalo, right? Right. And, and I think the problem that we we sometimes has uh, have, and this is not my original thought, but uh, it's it's like the missionaries that go to let's say Cambodia, right? And now you have these Cambodians which are singing hymns. American hymns and uh, and uh in in English and stuff like that and it's not contextualized and it's it loses its meaning and we're trying to impose our thought on them as opposed to uh learning their language learning their traditions and then saying hey here's the gospel and allowing them even to create the songs and music that speaks to that culture that's gonna go back go much further and so uh I think doing ministry right now in this day and time is for us to learn the language of Buffalo, right? right. It's not just to say, hey, we're the coolest thing around. We have deep V-necks and, and really <laughs> tight <getting> jeans, jeans. <laughs> and, right. on, and stuff like that. And, but it, it's, it's saying that, no, um, we're not going to try and cookie cutter this thing. And that, again, goes back to the reason why we really use the language of landing when we talked about starting this church, that right. we are here for the long haul right we care about the people of buffalo we care about the city of buffalo we want to do ministry here if we're going to love live and lead like jesus if we're going to point people to jesus if we're going to see all people come to jesus right yeah. like we have to do the hard work of being a missionary
1: yeah yeah i think yeah i, I think that's exactly where we're at um, so why don't we um, why don't we kind of let's let's pinpoint let's let's focus on um in in our mission in our mission like we talk about stories right we, we want to see all people drawn into you know jesus's story right by the way we you know love live and lead so um how does how does this podcast um, coincide with storytelling with what we're doing as a church how does storytelling even uh, affect um the you know the culture that we live in yeah so yeah you, yeah why don't you speak to that i, th- I think
0: the most powerful thing uh that uh, the most powerful vehicle for information is the story right um and we we know this uh uh to be true because the america's biggest export is entertainment um, and we're, we're, and, and so like the world wants to watch stories. We sit in our homes around, uh, a TV and we stare. We, we we we, get stuck in the, yeah. the Netflix, uh, uh, what you call it? Beans, void, right? Yeah. <laughs> Where you're, you wake up and it's four days later and <laughs> you're just like, what happened to me? <laughs> you know? Um, and so, like, because stories are powerful, they they they're addictive, right? And 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 we can grasp hold to that, and and, and that's the reason why Jesus told uh, taught lessons in story form. Yep. And so, there's something about I think the church that has forgotten how to tell good stories, <laughs> um, and and so like, how if we want to convey, if we want to point people to Jesus. Uh, We have to tell the story of Jesus. We have to say we have the greatest story ever told. And how do we do that in very creative ways, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And and just to even go further, right? The Bible says that we overcome by the power of our testimony. Well, we can just translate that easily for modern day language by the power of our story. story This is how Jesus touched me. And, And so you who... Uh, may not be touched by Jesus, but can say like I can relate to that, right. right? I know you love the the whole story form. I
1: I, right? I love the story form. I just think it's interesting that when the New Testament writers penned like the Gospel of you know Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they did a lot of narrative storytelling about who Jesus is. They didn't go out and say you know this about Jesus. They told a story about Jesus, yeah. right? They didn't, you know they could have easily have said you know. I mean, and they did. Like, God is love. God is this, but they they go as far to show you what love looks like. Yeah. Right. So yeah. where you can you can recall in your mind um, the story of Jesus at the well, right? And you can you can know what it looks like to confront and love in a way, and then you can adopt that. And then, you know, obviously, I don't know if you're going to go sit down at a well with someone, but you're going to um, have those like the mental shelf to be able to deal with people in a way because of. The stories that Scripture has, yeah,
0: and and to be honest, right, the the well it was just a a, a modern day watering hole where everyone came to. So uh, the well for us today is Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? It's Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, and Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons, right? Being in Buffalo, and so like uh, to be honest, right, like. We do do that. We 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 still tell mm-hmm. stories, right? And we want to be captivated, especially I think in this day and age where individualism is is really uh like you know big, and and so like uh, people desire to be in community. But what can compel them to come from uh, what? Uh, Dallas Willard would say their kingdom, which is and in and, and their kingdom, basically uh, they have done what they desire to be done. Right. Right. So right. like uh, to the kingdom of God, where what God desires to be done is done. Right? right. So how do we move from like, I want my kingdom, my will to saying like, OK, I want to be in God's kingdom. And I think is, again, saying that the story of your kingdom is finite. It's broken. It right. doesn't have the, the best picture. Uh, but the story of god 's kingdom is whole and it 's inviting and you see uh, you don 't see yourself being lost in it it 's not trying to make you this monolithic blob, right. but it 's saying like the beauty of all these these colors and pictures uh, come together to paint a clearer picture mm-hmm. of what humanity looks like, what human flourishing looks like. And I think that 's the power of the story that we 're trying to tell people. Yeah. and I think that 's the power that uh, this millennial generation, which is running away. Uh, by the by the thousands right uh, away from the church says that uh, like it would desires to hear you you know what i 'm saying
1: yeah yeah i think uh i had i had it I had it. <clears throat> it was it was um the church's story right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because the church has lost its story um well, some of the elements of its story, you know the people who are looking for i mean the, the I mean the millennials who have left the church are looking for what the church has. The church just you know either has forgotten or forgot the story of how you know the church has done that, so we're just kind of calling um, we're calling ourselves back to the original roots, right yeah to um, the story of the Bible, the narrative of the gospel uh, and and then we 're trying to play that out in um, in our context in Buffalo. With our church, with our church members, Um, and I think it's going to be really interesting. So, as we go forward, um, you know, there's going to be you know more talk about stories. There's going to be more talk about um, experiences, and we're going to bring other people in, um, and we're going to talk, and we're really going to give a deep dive look at uh, at our church, at um, Buffalo as a whole, and how that relates to the rest of the United States and the world. So, I think it's uh, it's going to be really interesting.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, So I'm really excited as we kind of come to this close. Um, I am going to be working on getting uh, my good friend, Steve Shank, to have this conversation of uh, what does it look like to do ministry here in the city of Buffalo in a post-Christian world. Uh, He has some awesome thoughts. He's a great thinker. Um, We'll also have uh, my friend from time to time, Micah James, who um, uh, took over my position when I left my uh, dad's church uh as the associate pastor at home city church and he's he's really awesome um uh, awesome thinker me and him flesh out a lot of thoughts so i'm really excited about the the potential of this um and what's really cool i was just thinking that our church has started kind of building this unique story we do a couple things we pray uh everyone doesn't matter um, uh, who you are that time. And sometimes it's a little weird. We've had some, some pushback from it, but people are like, Mm -hmm. wow, like this is refreshing. Um, and, uh, I also, and I don't know if you noticed this, David, we do a blessing at the end of every service. And I don't even think I I meant for it to be that, but there's almost now six weeks in this expectation. And I love it. Um, because it's kind of like, okay, God, send us you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. right like and so we all kind of just kind of put our hands out and we i'll say like hey let's let me say a blessing over your life and and uh and expecting god to send us all to live for the week and to celebrate the weekend so hey man i'm really excited i know you are yeah absolutely yeah man it's gonna be fun so hey uh keep uh tuned in to resurgence culture uh again we're gonna try and see if we can get steve here next week that's right all right then see you guys